everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. And if you want to get your money's worth, you'll stay right here. WNS Podcast. <laughs> Everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries. Countries. Here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Abair, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 158 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on the Twitter at WNS Podcast, uh, and for the main site, WNS Source. Yes, we are, and uh, also on Stitcher. Over there. Find yes. us on Good. Wrestling News Source you know podcast you on Stitcher. You can also find us on Player.fm as well. Yes. Stitcher. Very good stuff. So, there, well, another, there was another place we were located. There was, but it's it was the one that you mentioned that it stopped at episode well, no, 92. I thought there was another one you oh. found. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah. I lost it then. Who knows? So welcome to the show. Got a lot to talk about. Got a lot of feedback going to talk about Raw, the exciting ending of Raw, I should say. I uh, got some Q&A as well. Getting closer to WrestleMania, as we were talking before the show, very exciting times. Don't feel like I'm ready, but I'm ready. There's a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to. Um, WrestleMania, definitely all the stuff that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Like we talked about last week, WWE Network, that's also what I'm looking forward to. Yes. Also. Because that will give us some more things that we can talk about. It's going to be huge. All together. So. Very yeah. awesome. Going to be good times. Doug, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How yeah. are you? I'm, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Uh, so uh, well, let's kick off the show. We do have some feedback. Uh, but before we get into the feedback, we do have a review. We always like hearing from, from our listeners. Uh, anytime we get a review on uh, iTunes or Stitcher, we like to make sure that, you know, we get it announced. Uh, this one's coming to us from Stitcher. Um I'm not sure how to say this right. Dead Zephyr? It's, you gotta the, the, use the threes for ease, and it just confuses me. I believe that's right. Dead Zephyr? Okay. Uh, giving us five stars on Stitchers uh, with the uh, title, Having a Good, good Time. Uh, the review says, do you like wrestling? Do you like to have fun? Do you like to laugh? If you answered yes to all of the above, then don't waste any more time. The WNS podcast is for you. Thank you for those kind words, sir. Yes, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. Anytime we get a review, certainly appreciate it. Very cool stuff. Thanks for listening. Um, and going into some of the uh, the feedback that we have, uh, you know, in regards to what we were talking about last week, uh, the first one's coming to us from Sayer on YouTube, uh, saying, waited forever for this episode, even though I knew it would be late. At the moment, I am 35 minutes into it, and you guys always deliver. First time commentating, long time listener from Norway. Cool. Thank you very much. We certainly appreciate that. And that's that's really cool because, you know, I guess we, like we've been talking, we're discovering, you know, people that are long time listeners and they're mm-hmm. just commentating. That's just, that's just really cool. We appreciate um, everything everybody says. Definitely. It's from Odin the Allfather. Yes. <laughs> Right on, right on. <laughs> cool. Tell them, 
We're on in the right side of that. Tell Thor we said what's up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really cool stuff. Um, next one coming to us from 8 Luke S. Uh, saying, found you guys from simply looking up on YouTube wrestling podcast. I had been listening to some YouTubers talking about wrestling, and I thought, uh, and I thought a good way to talk about wrestling would be in a podcast. I am now hooked on your guys' podcast, and I can't wait for episode 158. Thank so you. So thank, thank you very you, much you. for that. Thank you. Very cool stuff. Next one coming to us from Six Star Criminal saying, If only my parents were as enthusiastic about the network as I am. My dad says that I can find all the all of that stuff on the internet, which is a lie. I would love to get the network just to watch some of the wrestling that I never got to see. P.S. Don't tell Cena, but Nikki Bella wants my D. Uh, Colton from the great state <laughs> of Missouri. <laughs> I hope I said it the way he wants. <laughs> I didn't know that about Nikki. Tell us more. <laughs> Let us know how that's working out for you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if anything, um, go, my suggestion for something like that, if your parents aren't wanting to, to shovel up the cash, if you happen to have the cash on you, you know, say you've got a birthday coming up and you, you know, get quite a bit of cash from the, from the family. Because as you get older, you, you get less presents and more like, oh, here's a gift card. Oh, here's cash. You know, start asking for like those Visa gift cards that they have, or yeah. or put some money onto that, and just see if they'll, they'll allow $60, you to use that. Six yeah. months. Yeah, it'll make it easy for you, so you can purchase it yourself. You do a sixty, you know, sixty dollar Visa gift card, and hey, there you go, six months of the WWE Network. Merry or, Christmas, Happy Birthday. Or you and your friends want to pitch in? Yeah, that's uh, that's something that we've definitely discussed. Like, hey, I, I think that's tricky, though. I think that there's. No mm. guarantee that they will allow you to well, we sign that. in from different locations on the same account. Or if they just want to get one profile and they go to one place and watch it. But, you know, right. whatever you want to do. Or, if you, yeah, if you can log in it, you know, multiple times. If you can, that's going to be awesome. But uh, but we'll have to see. You know, don't tell Dude. them about that. So <laughs> They listen to the podcast. They're like, they oh, my God, they figured it out. <laughs> They found a way to save even more money. Uh, I can almost guarantee that it's not set up to allow that. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Try it out. Uh, yeah, we'll try it out. Doug can give us our pa- his password. So. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next feedback we have is from Facebook from the one and only Thomas Drop It Low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. <laughs> Running out of battery or something? What's going on there? Uh, Thomas says, when the WWE Network becomes available here in the UK, I'll definitely be getting it. Like you said, the network network will probably have some issues upon its release in just 44 days uh, for you Americans. So getting it released later could be a blessing in disguise. For $9.99 and whatever it's going to cost over here, the network's a steal. So I'll definitely get it here as soon as it's available. Oh, and Damien 2.0 is an albino Burmese python who usually dine on birds and small animal and small mammals instead of United States champions. So there you go. Thomas fact checker Lawson. Switching it up, giving it a Checking new the facts. Checking the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. So thank you very much for the feedback. We certainly appreciate it. Um Fuck snakes. <laughs> and uh, you know, if if you you know, if you're like some of our first time commenters, you know, if you've if you've been listening for a while and you know this is your first time, you know, or if you've listened for a while and you feel like you wanna address any of the topics that we're talking about, feel free. We love to hear back from you guys. It's really cool stuff. 
um, it makes our it makes our work feel appreciated that you know someone takes the time to to respond to us. Um, but going on into what happened on Raw, we kicked things off with the uh, anticipated hyped up match: Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt teaming up to go up against the Usos. Uh, this was you know I felt like this Raw this Raw was very well done. It focused around wrestling and progressing storylines. So I felt like they did a very good job this episode around. It wasn't a whole lot of nonsense. It wasn't a whole lot of goofing off, um, you know, which they, they'll tend to do. Sometimes they'll have a serious episode. Sometimes they'll have, you know, a more entertaining episode, I guess. Um, but the Usos end up getting the victory via disqualification after Luke Harper and Eric Rowan decided to intervene uh, because it looked like, you know, Bray and, and Daniel were going to pick up the loss so they decided to to hop in there, and but what did you guys think about the matchup? It felt, it was a little short. Yeah, well, it certainly wasn't much of a match. I, I mean, yeah. I had some, I had my problems with it, but I don't know that you can comment on this out of context of mm-hmm. the rest of the night, right? <clears throat> or at least the, uh, the 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 main event. So, um, I don't know that I have anything to say about it until we get into the end. I mean, because. It's almost irrelevant. Like, right. It's almost irrelevant to nitpick that mm-hmm. um, out of context of the main event. Yeah, because the uh, the match ended the disqualification. There was, you know, the extension, or they decided to have a rematch at the end of the night, which is amazing because what happened at the end of the match overshadowed the story that they told for the ring because this was a big deal. This is the Usos getting the main event in a sense, they, they, you know, they were the main event match. So that's, you know, that's a big statement to those two guys, as well as, uh, you know, the storyline between Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt, which eventually, you know, overshadowed everything as, as far as what was going on. But, uh, but we'll dive on into that a little bit later. Uh, the next matchup we got, really shocking to see, uh, especially this early in the night, John Cena going up against yeah. uh, Damian Sandow. I guess they're just switching things up, but, you know, let Cena... It did have a different feel to it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, they seemed to be a little focused, you know, um, and they were playing back to when Sando tried to cash in and was unsuccessful and, you know, showed the matchup that they had. Um, I feel like these two have really good chemistry with one another. You know, Cena brought, like, some new offense that we haven't really seen before, and, uh, you know, it wasn't beat down, beat down, beat down on one end. It was a lot of back and forth, get the get the upper hand, uh, kind of matchup, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't remember too much from the when he cashed in Money in the Bank mm-hmm. on Cena. I don't know if you enjoyed that match. I, I enjoyed this match. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I guess I don't really enjoy too much what Sandal does in the ring. Really? Okay. How about you, though? Um. Well, I did enjoy the the previous match, the cash in match, a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's probably because of the story they were telling at the time. Right. Um, this match was good, if if it, if not a little like plug and play ish. I, I don't I don't know the ter- terminology I'm necessarily looking for. It felt like they were just kind of like plugging in moves and pl- plugging in like near falls after big moves without mm. much transition between the two that like made it feel like a cohesive story they were telling and more of like guys doing moves against each other. Right. <clears throat> but it was pretty well executed and I think they have pretty good chemistry. Um 
but I'm not sure what this accomplishes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, why do they bring that up, you know, with <clears throat> sin? Uh, well, I mean, or- I'm not sure that if you need a Cena showcase match, I'm not sure you necessarily need it to be Sandow. And even if you, even though you can argue that a strong showing for Sandow is, um, you know, a way of them like getting him over, because you can do a lot for yourself in a loss as long as you have a strong showing, right? Uh, but what? How is that going to be- benefit Sandow now? Because I don't feel like he's a he's a guy who they have a reading on what they want to do for Mania, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually leaning to I don't, but they probably don't have anything for him to do. You know, uh, pre-show pre-show so at, right at so best. i'm not sure exactly what this accomplishes but um it was fine mm-hmm. um maybe it, there seems to be like um maybe they want to unify they're talking about wanting to unify the title the, yeah. the secondary titles at mm-hmm. the uh, pay-per-view and maybe they're going to give him a strong showing and maybe like he's a guy they're looking at for that i don't know but uh i'm not sure what this accomplishes yeah um you know i mean it it could be just a hey, let's let's get the crowd, you know, informed on this guy that he can put on a pretty good matchup, so that you know, say after Mania, he could be a possible contender for, you know, maybe going to a a, a top tier level because the top tier is so short. You know, the list of guys who are in that level are so short that they need to start building, you know, some of the bigger <clears throat> but guys. That's why but, I'm saying like. I'm not sure what this accomplishes because are you going to remember this match after WrestleMania? We're gearing up for a lot of big shit. Um, What kind of cachet is this particular match going to have post-Mania? And why not wait till post-Mania to have it if that's... Well, I mean, you know, look look at how they highlighted the matchup before it got started. They were saying, oh, last October they put on one heck of a match. And so, you know, they could, you know, they could say, well, he's he's capable of, of... you know, it's pushing Cena to a limit, something like how, that. How often have they shown competence to to make a connection like that? Not Perhaps. enough. You have, I mean, I'm not trying to discredit your opinion. I'm just right. saying, like, do you have confidence that that's a change they're going to make going forward and, and continue to to make this point? No, um, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's always a possibility that it, something like that could happen maybe they could be taking a step like that to try and build him you know give him give him a little more focus um so that he could be the top mid card card guy or bottom main guy um i don't know i'm not saying that he's not a guy they should focus on i'm not saying he's mm-hmm. a guy who's undeserving of a little shine i'm saying this is a weird spot on the card at a weird time of the year yeah uh, and I'm not sure what that accomplishes, if anything. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I don't know, maybe it was just a showing, you know, sort of sort of how Randy Orton got one of the top mid-card guys in Kofi Kingston for his matchup. Cena got, you know, a good mid-card guy for his matchup to lead up to, to Rumble to showcase what they can do. And, uh, you know, Sandow is, in a sense, similar to Randy Orton in that he's a tall, you know, kind of, you know, muscular guy. So... I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what they were going for. They were just saying, "Oh, you know, let's let's put these guys up up against each other so that Cena can show what he's got." Fair enough. Okay. So, um, but Cena does end up defeating uh Damian Sandow. Um, you know, pretty enjoyable matchup. Next up, we got to see uh, Big Show going up against Jack Swagger. This is a very short matchup. Big Show just having his way with Jack Swagger. I couldn't focus on the matchup. I was too busy staring at 
both Big Show and Jack Swagger's uh, uh, ring gear and how similar they were to one another. Uh, I kept getting distracted by that, but the matchup was very sh- the matchup was very short, and Big Show got the win. Um, and he decided to just go off on Zeb Coulter and uh, deliver the KO punch. Um, now Zeb did have a sign that said, "You're a big part of the problem." I guess you know, aiming aiming the big towards Big Show. Um, but other than that, was there There's any no reason. reason for Big Show to to knock out Zeb Coulter? I guess it was it kind of like why not. I mean, it's like, you know, every once in a while you want to see the, the bad guy get his comeuppance or something like that. But, you know, you know to, to jump ahead on what happened earlier or later in the night, I should say, uh, when Orton went after Cena's dad and, like, punched him three or four times in the head, they had to put him in a neck brace and a stretcher and cart him out, whereas Zeb gets the KO punch, the most devastating knockout punch in the WWE and you know, he didn't get carted off, so I don't know. But did they do it on screen? Did they wait till a commercial break to um, for, walk him out, or did they do it? On, Zeb? Yeah, I forget. I think they went to commercial after they cut out. I mean, maybe that might be there because there was there was no mention of oh Zeb had to be taken to a local facility or <laughs> oh he had to be looked at by physicians. Whereas they were like they come back from commercial and they're showing seeing his dad getting loaded into. A, an ambulance and all that. So right, um, but but why why the why the KO punch to Zeb? Um, <laughs> I have no fucking reason. idea. <laughs> um, sure, I mean to speak a little bit about um what you were touching on, where hey, every once in a while, it's it's fun to see the hill get uh, get theirs in the yeah. end. Um, this felt really out of place. Um, yes, these guys don't really have a history. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and even the way that they use Coulter as a heel um, isn't the way that they use a typical heel like in Orton. This is a guy who's <clears throat> displaying like unpopular like political views mm-hmm. and is focus- focusing that on a section of the roster. So really, there's no no real crossover there to make a connection. Like he yeah. he knocked him out for no reason. I mean, we're 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 grasping at straws trying to make like a storyline reason, <laughs> but there is none. The reason that it happened is because. They wanted to make Big Show look like a, a big tough guy, mm-hmm. but well, he didn't have to hit him. Yeah, to look tough like man a tough guy. beating up on a seventy year old guy. Yeah, but what does that accomplish? Like, so <laughs> you're telling okay, <laughs> Brock Lesnar beats the fuck out of Mark Henry two weeks in a row, yes. and your your retaliation to show him <laughs> that you're on his level <laughs> is to knock out Zeb Coulter. That really okay. Brock Lesnar's fucking scared now, right? Shaking in his boots, and they don't. And they don't even play the angle that Zeb is an ex wrestler. They mm-hmm. th- that's not something that they play on. So they he, were even playing up. Like, why is he doing this? He's a grandfather. He's so you know right. He's they, a war hero. You can't even try to save it by saying they play it up as he's an, a tough old man who's an ex wrestler. They're just mm-hmm. like he's just an old guy who has yeah. an unpopular opinion. And then uh, yeah, he just knocked him out for no fucking reason. I mean, unless there was something that happened between the commercials whenever they were coming out, like. If Zeb directed a message towards Big Show, like on the mic, that maybe could justify it. But the audience, or you know, the only the audience are those who are using the second screen on the app. Which, by the way, the app got like hardly any mentions on Raw because they were focusing on the on the network. Anyways, but unless you were either in attendance or 
watching on the second screen thing, we don't know what happened. So as far as we know, this was an unprovoked attack on Zeb Coulter. Face move. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Leaky fucking Fawcett's Big Show cries his eyes out at the fucking drop of a dime any other time is going to do the old wind-up windmill punch on some old man. Hey, at least he didn't want to knock I'll out I'll be fucking Dusty. cried about it on the way home. <laughs> at least he was very hesitant to do it to Dusty Rose. So... To speak a little bit about, um, you touched on the app and the app not getting the mention that it normally does. I mean, I think it's only right that we like, you know, put our foots in our mouth and take back all the, the negative things we said about them plugging the app like relentlessly. I mean, I think it's very clear now. I mean, like, I take it back. It makes sense. For I mean, you feel like well, we discussed. Oh, unless there was something that that we missed. No, no, no. I feel like. They're, they were laying they were laying the pipework that was the ground floor for the for the for the network because oh. the network's gonna be on the app you can get to that they were making yeah. sure every they're they're making sure that network can reach as much of their audience as possible and they took a long and tedious time to do it but <laughs> god damn it I have that app on my phone and I mean <laughs> I may not use it but well no legi- ready. legitimate legitimately point legitimate points um I do not have a Roku player. Mm-hmm. I do not have an Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I'm a guy who I have a desktop now, but uh, there was a period about two, two and a half years that I was didn't have a desktop. Mm-hmm. But you know what I had the whole fucking time? A smartphone. Yeah. The whole fucking time. And they pushed that down everyone's throat, and people probably downloaded it even though they bitched about it. And the whole fucking time, they were just laying the groundwork for the network. So, I mean, I got to give it up to them. It's, it was smart. Um, I take it back. Um, they were smart to do it. They knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. All yeah. that shit that everyone talked and made fun of them. Like, oh, we get it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we get it. Everybody put your fucking foot in your mouth. You know exactly <laughs> why they didn't know. Uh, no, because I may be mistaken, but my understanding is that you can get the network through the app. You can. Right. And even yes. if you can't, it's on mobile devices. Yeah. So they know. So even though I don't have a, a streaming player like a Roku or an Apple, even though I don't have a smart TV, even though there was a period of my time in recent history that I didn't have a desktop, I had a smartphone that whole fucking time. And, and, and frankly, I understand there are is, there is a segment of the population who don't have smartphones, but honestly, right. for the most part, who the fuck doesn't have a smartphone? So they're guaranteeing that everybody in their fucking audience has I, access to that fucking network. I think I used an app more than y'all. Or whatever, I don't even I, have the app. <laughs> I'm I just, got there and I, got, I watched the videos. Get, yeah. I'm just saying, like, okay, I know. Point taken. They they were they they played it well. They they made sure everybody in their fucking audience knows of that. It's basically if you didn't have a reason to download it before, here's one now. Well, even like okay, and we. we I I don't want to come off like disparaging, but we've talked about this in the past about how a large portion portion of the wrestling audience is not exactly like quick whips these aren't a lot of these people aren't up to speed but they made sure everybody who knew that they had that device that they have they can get access to it Mm. and even if they it's not that specifically they educated a whole portion of their audience who may have not known otherwise to look out for that kind of stuff and to to be ready for that kind of change because let's be honest that this is the most important thing that's happened in the pro wrestling industry since monday night raw like this is like this is ground change. This is the most important thing that has happened in entertainment in you know since TiVo. This is the way this is the way like 
this is the way entertainment's going. Like, yeah. This is, they're just ahead of the curve. Yeah. And a lot of times they aren't ahead of the curve. And it's, and it's one of those things where, like, for the past, you know, five, six years, everyone's been talking about, man, Vince is, Vince is starting to slip. He's starting to lose his mind. And then he comes out with this and is like, boom. Motherfuckers were on point. Yep. <laughs> Take it back. It's WrestleMania all over again. The very first WrestleMania. We're all going to be looking back 20 years from now going, what a monumental change. No, but seriously, yeah. as much as we sat on here and bitched about the app, like it makes pitch perfect sense why they did it. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know. There's a lot of like now that last week we kind of reacted to news of the uh the the network. the network as like as fans as like we basically were marking out for it because we just watched it and then we hit play and we started yeah. we started yeah. recording and uh, <laughs> I mean there are there's a lot of like weird shit going on now <clears throat> where I guess like um it's I'm not going to say it's shaky but there's definitely some like forces at play like there are pay-per-view um providers who are not happy about this yeah and uh <laughs> apparently i'm glad you mentioned this because i was i i'd forgotten to to type this up on on the discussion and i'm glad you brought it up but um so i i think direct tv is like the people who have been named specifically but i'm mm-hmm. sure across the board uh pay-per-view providers are not happy about yeah this. right because um, as far as now, I've been listening to people talk about it who understand this much better than I do, and and by that I mean uh, the business end, uh, buy rates and ratings and why that's important and why that matters. Like, I don't necessarily know that I understand that as much as uh, some of these people do, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, from what I gather, uh, this is the kind of shit that's going on. And so basically, the pay per view providers have like a fifty fifty cut with the WWE over the pay per view, and in their contract the WWE is not allowed to undercut them and sell it somewhere else. Mm. Meaning oh, they can't, wow. that's why even if you were going to stream it from the app or from WWE's on, you still have to pay full price. And people were like, that's bullshit. Why am I paying full price? I'll just order it on the thing because legally they aren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. So there's like, there's a lot of question of, is this a breach of contract with the, uh, the pay-per-view providers? Hmm. So that's weird and shaky. Um, and maybe it's something is like the WWE can like work out some kind of financial deal where they're kicking it back if they are in breach of it. Right. Um, I'm not. You don't think that they will go back on their word after they announce that, huh? When it comes to pay per views, like oh, I yes. think I think Vince will poke his chest out and do whatever he can fucking get away with. Well, here's <laughs> here's the thing: he's got millions of people on his side. He's gonna all he's gonna do is say, "What would you rather pay? Fifty five dollars a month or ten dollars a month?" Boom. Well, that's that's okay. We we are three guys who share a pay per view every month. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's basically he's assuming that every customer that he has, he's essentially assuring that they buy two pay per views a year themselves. Yeah, how many people do you know outside of us that buy two pay per views a year? Not a, a majority of them purchase like WrestleMania, you know. But how many people do you know in general? Not a whole lot. He's assuring that everybody buys two pay per views a year. Yeah, because that's sixty bucks. That's. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, the other thing, not ever, I mean, he's got millions of people on his side, but he's also got millions of people against him because also the way I understand it is that uh, cable providers aren't very happy about it. And it's not that they're, it's not that they're not happy. Well, they pay, they pay rights to, to have Raw and SmackDown on cable or whatever. And that's why it's going to air first run on cable TV and not on the network. Uh, They have to pay the, the rights for that. 
And so basically what happened is this year their contract is up. Mm-hmm. So from what I understand it, this is Vince like like his bargaining chip. He's like puffing out his chest. This is Okay, this is where my lack of understanding like comes into play here. I don't know if this is like the ballsy move like this. I don't know I don't know if this is quite Vince putting his fucking nuts out on the table and saying <laughs> say I won't take my shit elsewhere. Which is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's that drastic or if mm-hmm. it's just like a a little something they have in their back pocket. They can be like right. we want double the rights or whatever. So uh I mean they got people on C I've read shit about people on CNBC who are saying this is terrible. They're going to fuck this. They need uh however many people to float this pay-per-view just to break even, which they're mm-hmm. saying they need a million subscribers to break even. Which is probably going <clears> to <throat> be which is a very lot. easy. I would I, think, I think it's, it's still, I think it's, I think it's doable, but I don't think it's like as much as like considered done. Well, once, once it becomes available to the whole world, because, because at first I was thinking, you know, like that, like a million, that's, that's quite a bit to, to download that. But, you know, you have, you know, However many people who have already downloaded the app, so to say, say so that's like 1.5 million, just throwing a number out there in the United States or you know however they do it, you know you're gonna have old wrestling fans who don't keep up with the product. They're gonna be coming back just to watch some of the older stuff. You're hoping. They are. Well, I'm you know I would assume at you're least, gonna get some of them, but you can't be assured. Yeah, you're yeah. hoping. I would for say that, at like, least even you know five percent of the old people, you know, the older fans who used to watch. Uh, so you're going to have them come back. They're, they're going to give you some some cash just because it's like, oh, it's like Netflix. Oh, it's like Hulu. Uh, you know, it's just here's here's 10 bucks and I can watch whatever I want. But then once it goes worldwide, you know, I mean, you have over 100 million people watching your product all over the world. To get 1 million, I don't think it will be too difficult. Well, see... Um, and I think is CNBC are the people that are named specifically that are like laying down the gauntlet, saying, "Hey, these guys are fucking up. This is a this is a terrible move. They're going ah. to, they're going to fail." And I'm not I'm not so sure that I understand it well enough that I can laugh at it like like Tyler did. Um, I I mean I have <laughs> a lot of you out. <laughs> I mean I, I I have a lot of faith in Vince and as a guy who's gonna be able to get by. Like right. I don't see this as the end of the Fed by any means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, but also like. Okay, the more the more I read and the more I try to understand, because again, the actual business business side is not one that I have great comprehension of. But apparently, CNBC is owned by uh, NBC Universal, yeah, who owns the USA Network and Sci-Fi. So actually, that's their bargaining chips. Like they're <laughs> they're talking to investors like this is terrible. These guys are going to fail. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like nut- Vince is putting his nuts on the table, and like you know, the other guys are saying. We've got the fucking axe. We're going to cut them off. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not that ballsy of a move, and maybe I'm, like, overdrawing because my yeah. lack of comprehension of how this actually works. But that's just, like, what I understand of it. Because I mean, their highest their highest rated, the, the shows that they make money off of are the ones that go to other networks because they have to pay the royalties on them. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hear a lot about, like, that's why Total Divas is on another network because it's actually good, and that's why Legends House is going to be on the network because it's probably going to suck because... <laughs> If you have a show that's any good, someone else is going to pay you to have it on their channel. Right. And yeah. then if not, it's filler entertainment for their network. Yeah. If if it were any good, <laughs> it would have come out, you know, 2011 when the original network was planned, and it would have been on like VH1 or something like that. Well, basically, if if your show's good, someone's going to pay you to, to air yeah. it. Yeah. But if it's on the network, 
it's probably not very good because no one wanted to buy it. Right. But you also have to think <clears throat> Raw and SmackDown are like the highest rated shows on their respective networks. So I would think you and know, all, but not to cut you off, but just real quick, I think they're the the some of the best program to have outside of the NFL. I think like NFL yes. is like tops and then I think you think you go to Raw, right? Right. And uh, you know, for for them to be those from for it to be that big, you know, I think it would be foolish to take that away from everyone and just say, Oh, you have to you can only watch it on the app. Like, you know, I've I feel yeah, it would be a smart move for them to say, Well, if you want to watch it, you know, you have to down you have to download the the network or whatever, you have to get an account. But that's not what they want. They want to be they just want higher royalties. They don't yeah, want to take yeah. it they don't want to take it off cable. They just want this is their posturing for them to pay them more to keep it on. Yeah. I wonder why it's like I just I wonder why they're getting all mad. Maybe there's something I don't understand. You know, like because they don't want to pay more for the programming. Well, but you know, like they like they said, they're not going to show when Raw when it comes on. They're going to have it on the network, and then the replays are going to be. I mean, it's going to be on. Okay, that say network. The Raw mm-hmm. is going to be on USA, mm-hmm. and then the replays are going to be on the network. If they right. just keep it like that, because. What USA doesn't show replays? They have that AM raw like Saturday at like, it's like one an in the hour. morning. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, well, that's they condense. condense all that. Yeah, so I mean, if they if they stick they to that, like two I, they still get that business. So why? Unless things change, but it's but it's going to be the thing of will Vince and them say, well, if you want us to stay on your network, we want more money. Yeah, I know they're yeah. So that that would be the thing. And if anything, they they would probably just say, okay, we'll call our buddies from. TNN will buy out TNA and go to go over to Spike. Well, you know. Okay, that's or even ESPN if they if they were interested. I can't. Well, I don't happen. think they could. That would never happen. They couldn't get football ESPN. season. They couldn't get ESPN. I think go that's to out Fox of Sports or something. But well, they have all the UFC shows. Uh, that's true. <clears throat> but uh, okay, so this this I guess I hate to break Raw in half like this, but we're already on this train, so we yeah. might as well stay on <laughs> yeah. it. But uh. <clears throat> So that leads to another question. Um, okay, so what happens if pay-per-view is not a viable market anymore? Because what's on pay-per-view? You got porn, you got boxing, you got MMA, and you got pro wrestling. Nobody else uses a pay-per-view except for those guys. Yeah. You got porn, boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling. Only pay- I mean, serious, what else is on pay-per-view? Maybe some movies. Right. That's about it. But that's basically an on-demand type. Yeah. At least so, now it is. <laughs> So even so, if pay per view just goes away, if it collapses in on itself, mm-hmm. how does that change the product? It becomes now you're saying you pay. They're shopping this around as you're paying ten bucks for this network and you're getting the pay per views for free. Mm-hmm. So does that take away the specialness, the importance of the pay per views, and it becomes basically now you're a TV product and your pay per views are selling your your network and your pay per views are selling your TV. And your pay-per-views aren't what they used to be. Do you see them? Do you see that as a possibility where the pay-per-views don't mean what they once did, and they already kind of don't, yeah, in, in a lot of ways, especially with people streaming it and all that now. I mean, strictly content-wise. I mean, like you're not your TV is not selling your pay-per-view. Your pay-per-view is selling your TV. Mm-hmm. So it's basically you're flipping the model. Yeah. I mean, do you see that as a possibility, and is that a negative thing to you to change the product in that way? Because in a lot of ways. We don't really pay pay off on pay per view the way that we used to, right? But to completely, it would be like a Saturday night's main event or something if they flip the script, right? Mm-hmm. And then it would be like you're just selling back to Raw. 
because Raw's your big moneymaker because Raw's what you're getting rights from right. off the network. So do you see that as a possibility of the business flipping that way? And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it, it definitely could be something like that because, you know, if – honestly, they're going to be giving out WrestleMania as the first big pay-per-view on the network. I think they're going to see some of the lowest buy rates for WrestleMania that they've ever seen. Um, you know, there, there's still going to be those people who are like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to watch happens, it here. Yeah. But odds are people are going to find someone who has the network or they're going to get it themselves and they're going to watch it right there. It's going to be 10 bucks and they're, you know, that in itself is a deal. Um, or, you know, $60, which is the price of the pay-per-view if you wanted to watch it. So I, I, you know, I feel like the, the pay-per-view buy rates are going to be the, there for only those who don't want to get the network or maybe who don't have the internet capabilities. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, because other people would just stream it. Right. But more specifically, how do you think that this is going to change the product in the way that mm. the pay-per-views are almost inconsequential? They'd be like a Saturday night main event like type a- deal. And they're basically, that's, that's not the blow-off. You're not building to the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view just feeds you right back into TV, and all your important shit happens on TV because TV is what you're getting your royalties for. Just because it's cheaper? No, just because, just because, because if... Because if basically they're taking this... They're taking the specialness, quote-unquote, out of the pay-per-view by saying you get it for free. You're paying for the network. You get the pay-per-views for free. Right. You're paying for all this legacy footage. You're paying for all this... This, this, this Original content. content. Right. And you're getting the pay-per-view every month for free. So basically, get, people aren't paying for the pay-per-views. And in a, in a know, way... It seems like there they is see something it, there. That they is. see it as they're not paying for the pay-per-views. Yeah. So, so it automatically knocks the specialness of the pay-per-view down a peg. And what basically, the WWE is going to be making money on is what's on cable. So they're going to be pushing yeah. the important shit back to cable because they want the viewers going there, not to pay-per-view. Basically, it's going to end up being sort of like how Impact is doing where they'll do their their gimmicky one-night-only kind of thing where it's like, oh, here's the thing, and that's going to be their pay-per-view. It's like, oh, we're going to have some specialty matches that you can't catch on Raw, and it's going to be the pay-per-views, which, I mean, they've already had for the past few years, Money in the Bank and Survivor Series and SummerSlam and stuff like that, uh, Hell in a Cell, um, but, or, you know, even Elimination Chamber, even though that's going to happen before the, uh, before the network. Right. But, but, but yeah. both of you give your thoughts on how likely you think that is to happen, to change that way to where all the big shit's happening on TV now on cable. And, um, what are your thoughts on that changing the product in that way? Likelihood and your thoughts on it. Yeah, I think that it, that could happen, you know? Like like you pointed out, if all the money goes for cable and all that stuff, because it, it it's weird. It's gonna be weird to like you have the network, and then you're watching a pay per view, and like you pretty much get it for free. So I don't know. There is like that um feeling there. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel you as your personal opinion? Do you feel good about it? Or you feel bad about it? I don't know how to feel. It feels weird. It's like it's like cool because we're getting it for free. You know, you get in the network and you get that. That's well, cool. But at the same time, or, well, yeah. I mean, I don't mean value proposition. I don't mean like, do you think it's a cool deal? I mean, do you, are is it, you is it lessening the importance of the pay per view? There's a part of me that feels like it is. But are you like okay with that? Because it feels like 
It feels like we're changing the industry in more ways than one. Yeah. I don't know. Thing. I'm going to have to. I kind of feel like. With that? I don't know if I am. Are you comfortable I, with Raw being the big show? And even though you have a you have a breaking point or you have a TLC or you have or whatever, basically those shows are just going to set up to feed back into the, the is Raw. It, does this make sense? Like, I don't know. Maybe Hypothetically. Maybe I have to like, to like watch it and kind of get like a feel yeah. for it. There's not. I'm not saying this is going to be happening. I'm saying if, yeah. a, a lot of people feel like this is a possibility. Mm-hmm. That'll be weird. That it's going to be kind of weird. Like, I'm going to have to get a feel for it. Though, you know? Yeah, I mean, I could I could see it happening. I could, you know, sort you could I can sort of see that that switch a little bit of importance going back, you know, to TV. But I just remember like being a kid and before you know TV had you know 300 and 800 channels or whatever having to go to channel 99 and you would just listen to it and the picture would be blurred and every once in a while you'd get kind of a still picture so you could watch the pay-per-view, you know, and it was before the internet. So that was the only way that we knew what was going on during the pay-per-view if you did not order it. So rite of passage. Yes. And, uh, you know, and if you missed it that night, you tuned in Monday and, and they would show the crowd and then, you know, they, they'd get on the microphone, ladies and gentlemen, you're, still champion you're like oh my god he retained it you know like i i don't know i think uh you know the importance of a pay-per-view is still a big deal that that's where the big blow-offs should be um but if you know you have to think money wise then you got to go with you know where the viewers are going to be at their most um you know with advertising and all that so you know i i work in in radio, so I know the importance of advertising. That's what keeps us going. Um, so you know, it's it's the the importance is going to be high for network television. Um, whereas it, until that goes away, yeah. Um, As a whole, I mean, you know, not just that they're not their specific deal until until everyone goes to this like all the cart type services. Mm-hmm. Like then that's going to be important. Yeah. So, I mean, I, w- I would still like to have a lot of the focus be on the pay-per-view. Sure. Uh, where the big blow-offs and the stories come to an end, only to, you know, start new feuds or something like that. Um, but you also want to have some importance on to have on Raw. So I could see sort of a, a meshing, if you will. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be the main event every single time. Like, it can be, you know, a, a big heel turn during the pay-per-view or you know, uh, a mid-card championship changing hands or something like that. Uh, I don't know. It's it's. I'm going to have to get a feel for it for a few months, maybe even a year, just to see, like, what what where they're planning on taking it before I can uh, give you full thoughts on that. And I'm not, like, advocating for that switch in the business. I'm just right. saying, like, that possibility be, exists. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, playing devil. Could, highly right. probable thing of happening. So, so very... Uh, very good debates. I'm I'm liking that. I feel like this is. I feel like last week was our. We're being total marks, happy about the network. And now and this, we're like, well, wait a second. This, this is our like real discussion. <laughs> uh, yeah, network. let's let's uh let's break this thing down if you. Will. Hey, don't, don't get me wrong. We're we're still totally yeah, yeah. marks for it. We're like yeah. we're and we're happy about it. You know, I haven't been reading up on it um since like what, about three or four days ago, but mm-hmm. it's been a while. So I didn't read anything about you know what you you know you brought up about the. Yeah, you know, and and I may have some shit twisted because I struggle to understand the the actual the business business side of the business, yeah. you know. And but, I f- 
for that's my best understanding. So if I got something twisted, don't jump down my throat too much. Right. That's my best understanding yes. of what's going on. And, you know, I was originally going to say that it would be foolish for Time Warner to drop WWE from their pay-per-view list because there's still going to be some of those guys, some of those people out there who who buy it. It might not be as high as they want, but... I know. believe it's DirecTV are the actual named people who were, like, on the hot seat, like, they're right. the pissed off. But, I, but you'd have to imagine it's across the board, right? Yeah. And Comcast probably is not happy or whoever else. Is probably and you have happy. to think, if they drop WWE, where are the fans going to go? WWE, you know. Well, that's what that's the that's the flip side is like, where what else are you going to make money on pay-per-view? Like we said, there's porn, there's boxing, <laughs> there's MMA, and there's pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to knock one down, then, you know, that's... And Porn's going to survive the fucking no apocalypse, no. right? <laughs> look, porn yes. innovates. Porn is just a donation these days, all right? You can find free porn right. What's all over the, the internet. Porn and, and cockroaches. You're just donating now. Listen, though. I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't be on there if if they people didn't pay for it, though. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I wouldn't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you could just find that anywhere. And it's yeah, all, go it's, online. It's so. only going to be... <laughs> 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 it's it's only going to be a matter of time before NFL, MLB, NHL, you know, all these UFC other... already has their own fight pass y- network. Yeah, it's it's only a matter of time until this becomes the norm. Right. Uh, it just happens to be that WWE has ahead of the curve for once. They're yeah. not they're not stuck in the past on this one. Yeah. So uh, you know, still still freaking out about it. It's still really cool. Uh, I told my girlfriend that I'm going to get it, and she's like, "Cool." Um, you know. She was like, but like the the liner note, like the small print of you saying I'm gonna get it is like I'm gonna be spending a fuck ton of time like watching. This. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going out. <laughs> yeah, sorry, babe. We're staying in. We'll just order a pizza or something. So uh, back to, back to what we were talking about. Big Where show were KO, we? I'm sorry to sidetrack. Big show KO Zeb for whatever reason. So because uh, <laughs> he's fucking tough as Brock Lesnar, who beat, who beat up Mark Henry. I punched Zeb. Yeah. With a wink and a wind-up punch. Can I just say that I'm normally like opposed to people burying other talent, but I'm fine with Paul Heyman burying him by saying, <laughs> yeah. oh, we're fucking shaking our boots. He beat yeah. up an old man. You know? I'm completely fine with him burying him there. Yes, absolutely. Um, that takes us into the next matchup. CM Punk and the New Age Outlaws going up against The Shield. Um, big story on this one. New Age Outlaws walking out on Punk when he needed them most. Um. What? Oh, uh, you're doing the hand tug away and okay, I'm trying to tag you in. They've got a. Where are you going? They've gotten a lot of airtime. Yeah. In the last few weeks and yep. stuff, and I don't know where they're going with that. And oh, I'll tell you exactly where they're going. They're buddies of Triple H. Well, yeah. But I don't know if I want to. I like them, but I don't know if I want to see that. You know. Well. Well, no. This they've served their purpose. This yeah. is this it's like is they've done what's best for business. This is all in setup of the supposed highly rumored Punk Triple H Mania match they want to do. Yes. And so they have this shield. They're not going to do like they did last time where Triple H just beat up Punk and that was it. And, <laughs> and you can wear my blazer. Oh. And then so. Kevin Nash is going to appear. Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys have heard yet, Kevin Nash is going to be at the next Booker T show. Really? Yeah. Tell Noah. It's going to be pretty cool. Too sweet. <laughs> Got to go out there. Maybe we'll get lucky. And what's uh, the date on that? Uh, I do not know yet. February something. Yeah, it's like the third Saturday of February. I'm not sure. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. So New Age Outlaws walk out on Punk. Obviously, 
you know, doing what's best for business. Um, Shield end up getting the win. Oh no, I'm okay. I don't. I like Punk. I like the Shield. I like what they do. You really like uh, Seth Rollins being picked up on the mic. I really do. I like his <laughs> voice every time he talks. Don't forget the eye. Yeah, reminds me of Daniel. But um, I'm kind of ready for the Shield <sighs> to go their own way. You know, do single stuff. Mm. Is that me jumping a gun? I don't know. I mean, there's, they're certainly heading that direction. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a rush for it. I think they've done like a perfect slow burn for this. Yes. And uh, I think it's going to pay off big once it happens. But, Possibly uh, at Mania. I, I, I'm getting that feeling. I, I say they they kick it really into gear the 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 Monday the Raw after Mania. I think is where you kick it. Yeah. If it makes it that far, I could I could see them blowing it off before then, or at least yeah. starting it, but not blowing it off. Starting it, but um. During the Rumble, even. Yeah. Like in the actual Royal Rumble match, have all three of them. You know. I don't know. Look, I know everybody on the internet has been saying, holy fuck, that Roman Reigns dropkick on the apron. But <laughs> holy fuck, that Roman Reigns dropkick <laughs> on the apron, right? I mean, it was pretty sick. He kicked him in the fucking face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Check that was awesome. He did some damage to Punk on that one. That was one. a super, super athletic, and he kicked him in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I approve. I forget the eye. <laughs> Well, the, well, that's the story. Is sorry, you, you're making fun, but that's the yeah. story. Like, like Ambrose was being like the loose cannon and working a different body part, and mm-hmm. the other team was focusing on that. Don't do anything stupid. <laughs> Every time I hear him, I, I think of you. <laughs> it just happens. I don't know. It's just one of those. I just things. laugh too. I'm like, yep. I need to get past that, but I can't. Look, I find like okay, I did not see the New Age Outlaws splitting on him right uh, coming yeah, I didn't see I, same with me i was like oh my god you know it made sense when they did it. i was like yes. oh they're triple h's boys but i think even though i didn't see it coming i think the real big story here is the way that the fed has been so comfortable using those guys that they see as names from the past mm-hmm. is heel healing out like the new guys like new age outlaws are healing on punk they mm-hmm. let hbk of all fucking people heal on daniel yes. Bryan. i was like that's fucking big doing. That's a real. That's a real like sea change right there, right? Yeah, that's especially weird. like once you get in that part of your career, you're just a legend, and you people are, are going to lo- cheer you. They're going to love you no matter what. And for them to go out and like take that risk of doing that, that's that's big. And people fucking booed them anyway. Yeah, yeah. they booed they booed HBK, which is amazing. Yeah, and like they turned on the outlaws, and I think it's I think that's the real story that they were not only willing but effectively use those guys in that. Role. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I th- there's like a real sea change happening here, folks. This is yeah. this is like changing. The past is History. not one. Want- <laughs> the past is not wanting to go. <laughs> we will not go quietly into the night. So no, they're letting the past go for once. They're like yeah. they don't feel the need to keep those guys in that life. Have something mm-hmm. where it's gonna be like CM Punk versus Road Dog or CM Punk versus Billy nah, Gunn. Nah, you, don't, you don't need it's that. It's the trips. It's Punk and trips. Yeah, because they they had it in the backstage segment where he's like, dude. If Triple H wants yeah. to hide behind his boys, he doesn't have to. Just come and tell me to my face. So it wasn't even, I'm mad at the New Age Outlaws. It's, I don't even like you, Kane. Yeah. So. And Kane was like, well, you can get your revenge by being in the Rumble and main eventing WrestleMania. Ha, 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 ha. So there you go. Next matchup, we got to see AJ and Tamina going up against the Funkadactyls. Uh, this was a very short matchup. Naomi got no ring time whatsoever, except towards the end after the uh, after the matchup itself, 
where she made the save from the attack of AJ and Tamina. She with a big booty. She yeah. hit her with the big booty. She is very athletic, uh, and you know, it, it kind of leads the question: Is she possibly the next uh, contender for the Divas title? Because other than that, they have no storyline for the Divas title right now. Well, they 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 didn't debut, but they showed Emma in the crowd. So I bet yeah. they do. I bet they do AJ Emma at WrestleMania. Mm. They're gonna. Do, they'll probably do one of the fun, Funkadactyls versus AJ for this pay per view, and then they'll yeah. go into debuting Emma. I, I bet that's what they're going to do. Cool. I haven't gotten to see NXT any, so I don't know anything about Emma. I, I mean, I haven't seen enough to make like a real like value call on her. Like, I'm like, she's good enough or she's mm-hmm. not good enough. But, you know, I watched a we'll little see. bit of NXT. I saw the match uh, Summer Rae versus uh, Bailey. Summer Rae is entertaining. She's she really got all is. the dance like yeah. move offense. I like I like when people wrestle to their gimmick. Like, yeah, nice. So, uh, but AJ and Tamina do end up defeating the Funkadactyls. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. Next up, we got to see the first inductee for the WWE Hall of Fame, and other none other than the Ultimate Warrior. Do your impression. <laughs> no, I threw my neck out doing that once. <laughs> Never been the same since Hogan. You Hulk Hogan here at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. So congrats to Ultimate Warrior. There you go. I saw a funny comment that it was like just goes to show that uh, anyone can be inducted into the Hall of Fame, even someone whose first DVD out from the company that's inducting him was a nothing but a two-hour bash Shit. on him. So, uh, so if you haven't seen the self destruction of the Ultimate Warrior, definitely check it out because they were they were busting on him all night on commentary. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I've I've pretty much just learned to tune out some of most of the commentary throughout. Yeah, the night, so I said that, that they'll let anyone Hall of Fame. I think there's one person they'll never put in the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah. You, so knows. we don't even have to say it. We all know who it is. But uh, Ernest the Cat Miller. <laughs> You got it. No. Uh, anyways. So, anyways, we got to see uh, Paul Heyman backstage cutting a promo, like Doug mentioned earlier. Just feel like, oh, we're shit. just kidding, Ernest. Come on the show, buddy. Yes, we can't wait to have you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Paul Heyman very unimpressed with the performance from Big Show. You know, <laughs> you good. All right, next up we got to see Kofi Kingston going up against Randy Orton. Um, I felt like this match was very drawn out. It was a very long matchup. Um, throughout, most of the, throughout most of the match, Kofi was just getting his ass handed to him, but he would kick out. Like I felt like that was the story that they're telling. Oh, he's resilient. Oh, he can't be put away, and Randy's just getting cocky now. He, he knows that he can put him away at any moment, but he's choosing not to, and it ended up costing him. So... Well, my thing was <clears throat> when he went to Kane to complain about his mistreatment, he was like, Kane was like, okay, well, I'm going to let you take it out on Kofi Kingston. He was like, hey, hey, no fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, way to fucking bury the guy, right? <laughs> sure, can, I'm cool with that. I can, I can do that. <laughs> no like, worries, no worries. Where's, where's the authority? Brock Lesnar, he's gunning for me, and Batista's coming back, and he's like, I, and, I, and I, I need protection. Scene, huh? I need to have protection. Well, oh, don't worry. You, have the, you were first in Kofi tonight. <laughs> I got that. Oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah. So he totally buried him. So I thought... <laughs> 
So I thought the story was like his overconfidence is what led to his downfall. Mm -hmm. But again, I feel exactly. What does this accomplish? Was it an Orton showcase match? Because it went way too fucking long to be an Orton showcase match. And, yeah. and what does this do for Kofi if you don't follow up on it? Yeah. They're not going to follow up. Now he needs a championship like <laughs> match. He's pinned the champion. I feel like they're not going to follow up. I feel like they're not. Why don't they just give a a, a race car to Randy Orton and he can like <laughs> destroy it or something? It. What they're going to do is next week on Raw, Triple H and Stephanie are going to apologize for not being here for him. So they're going to give him a sports car and then later in the night, Kofi Kingston's going to find some paint and a crowbar and he's just going to go hellwire on it. <laughs> but seriously, what what's the point of giving Kofi the ups there? I there mean, is just to, you have to follow up on like it to mean anything. To him, like every now and then, they just yeah. do it to him, and then they just it's it's hey, just do that, then you can fight the Miz for a while. Yeah, but it's 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 one of those things. It's not there to promote Kofi. It's there to say Randy Orton, you know, uh, you know, lost his concentration or something like that. And so, watch next week they're going to have a match between Kofi and 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 Orton. And um, and Orton is just gonna like lay him out in three minutes or something. Well, unless the story that you told was okay, Orton was so overconfident that he kept, he took his eye off the ball and yeah. Kofi squeaked one out, which led to him going berserk, which is why he flipped out and beat up Cena's dad for the eighteenth time. <laughs> yeah, Cena's yeah. dad needs to stop going to these performances, um, these shows. But that's like a long. That's a long way to go from like. That's like, instead of going like from A to B to C, it was like A to B to C to like Z. That's like a long way <laughs> a, to B get. A, B to Q. Yeah. That's a long way to get from there to beating up Cena's dad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Just be like, dude, I, you're my fucking opponent's dad. Fuck you. I'll beat I you knew, up again. I beat you up all the time. It's an annual thing. I knew that was going to happen. He's walking around. I was like, oh, didn't we see Cena's dad yeah. earlier? No. He's going to. It's he's bound gonna, to happen. Okay. Isn't Cena's dad like a manager in like in the Indies too? Yeah. Why don't like they that. just bring him in the WWE to make him a manager for something? So they, well, they don't want to. They don't want to. They want. I don't know. It, it seems like they've been wanting to get rid of managers, with the exception of like Paul Heyman. So, I don't know. But Zeb. then, yeah, Zeb as well. Good point. Um, but I don't know. It's it's, it's like clockwork. You, you see, seeing his dad in the front row. And Orton's in the attendance. Okay, I've counted twice that's happened. I don't know if there's anything other than that. Orton and his dad have fought in the ring before. Or yeah, there was like tw twice. <laughs> Those three in the ring. They need yeah. There was a match between them. Boy, Orton and John Cena Senior. I don't remember that. Yeah, because I was I was gonna post it on I was gonna post uh, you know something like deja vu. I was gonna post the clip where Orton kicks him. Or punts him, punts his dad, and like right on there on the suggested videos on the side was like seen uh, Randy Orton versus Cena uh, Senior. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, he needs to stop. And what was and what was he looking at? He was like completely turned off to the side when. Did Orton. Did you notice there was a guy behind him that kind of looked like he was trying to protect him? Yeah, it looked like that. He was like, "Hey, hey, man, don't." He was like that. I was like, "Dude, get the fuck out of the way. It's part of <laughs> it's part of the show, dude. Yeah. It's like you're not gonna Who really protect that him." Man? Like, they were telling him to move out of the way, and yeah. he's like, I know that guy is. I'm protecting him. It's part I was of the when Cena was like, we j I just need you to move back just for a minute. You'll get your seat back, I promise. You yeah. know, he's like, we just got to finish this this part of the storyline, all right? We'll, we'll get back to it. My fucking so. seat. <laughs> I paid for that ticket. So, Damn it. <laughs> I'm not giving that up. Give me one of your T-shirts or something. 
so anyway, so Kofi ends up defeating Randy Orton. So we'll, I'm sure we'll see a, a championship match for that. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, next up, we got to see Goldust and Cody Rhodes Whoa! going up against Rye Baxel. So what's the thing that was going on the internet that he went on a rant on Twitter? And <laughs> yeah. People said he got released or he said he got released. He said he got released. What the fuck? He was posting all sorts of random tweets out there and just really random stuff. He was firing back at fans and I don't know. Ryback has had a very odd personality change here recently and it's very strange. I don't quite understand it. I don't know where they're going with him. I feel uh, bad for him. He loses again. Uh as Cody and Goldust pick Big up the win. Big dominant guy who's been losing. And yeah. So, whatever steam he had, he is completely If lost. they don't give you another chance, he's going to be fucking released. Yeah. Well, no, I don't I don't feel that because he's still in the in the spotlight, so to say. You know, he's still getting airtime. So, that's that's an important thing. But... Baby. <laughs> Drink my water. But the... Uh, Where'd you get Snickers? There's an, uh, they put machine. the machine back in there. A vending machine. Yeah. It's not as stocked as the other one. What's nah. in it? It's got like some chips. Those twisty mm. like uh, barbecue Fritos. Yeah, those twisty guns. They got Gordettos. They, they have, have Gordettos. Yeah. They have a, um. They have Nutrigrain like strawberry Nutrigrain bars. They have some like. I have a dollar in my truck. They have some <laughs> off-brand fruit snacks and some Snickers Damn and some it. Three Musketeers. It's been a while since I've been in there. Yeah. Damn. Well, maybe we'll have to make a stop there. We need furnished snacks at least. Yeah. yeah. This episode of the podcast brought to you by Nutrigrain. Sorry for getting off subject. So there you go. How about Frito-Lay? Frito-Lay, Frito that'd be even better. Uh, <laughs> next matchup, we got to see Alberto Del Rio going up against Rey Mysterio for the umpteenth time. Mm. Mm. So, um, But Del Rio ends up getting the victory, a clean victory, where you know he puts on the submission, and then he cuts a promo on Batista, um, saying how he's not afraid and all that. And uh, apparently Batista is in a little bit of hot water with some of the folks in the back. Um, because like the tweet that we mentioned last week where Batista's like, who the hell are you? You know, who, who the hell is this Del Rio guy? Uh, basically saying, you know, you're a, you're a C, C player in a B team roster going on, going after an, an A team guy or something like that. If they had um, a match between them, I would pick Del Rio over Batista. That's just me. Yeah. But, uh, maybe they can do a shoot match. We'll see. But, uh, <clears throat> But yeah, so Batista's apparently getting some uh, some backstage. They both have there. MMA backgrounds. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So uh, bring back the Lions Den match. Um, so I don't hate Ken Shamrock was the fucking shit in the Attitude Era. I'm I not, love Ken Shamrock. I'm not hating. Yeah. I was. Uh, I'm on. I just finished uh, disc four of that Raw 20, 20th anniversary collection, and they have uh, a couple Ken Shamrock matches on there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. love Ken Shamrock. <laughs> Punching himself in the face before he goes in the ring, losing his mind. You know, he's like Mike Tyson's bodyguard. No, he's 50 Cent's bodyguard. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Mike Tyson doesn't need a bodyguard. What am yeah. I talking about? <laughs> 50 Cent, maybe. But, uh, but yeah. So, Mysterio, or uh, Del Rio, I should say, ends up getting the victory over Rey Mysterio. Uh, next up, we got to see a really cool promo that I really enjoyed. It was, uh, it featured the Usos, you know, and they had one side of the screen, then the other side of the screen. One of them know. would say it in, uh, what language is that? What is that? Samoan, I'm guessing. Samoan? Yeah. So that would make sense. <laughs> but it was, but it was really cool. Uh, I really enjoyed the way that they did it. 
you know, having the split screens and stuff like that. Just just a cool little note to have uh, if you didn't get to catch Raw. Uh, but that takes us into the main event of Raw. Uh, the Usos going up against Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt inside a steel cage. So, um, you know, like I said, big news because the Usos get to main event uh, a Monday Night Raw, which is really cool. Um, the uh, the match itself I thought was, you know, was pretty good. Um, but just the, what happened after the match is completely overshadowing yeah. everything that happened. <clears throat> I was, I liked it. And there's things I liked and things I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think I, I mean, well, I liked where they were doing a little bit, but then I started to like, whenever he got out of the, uh, he? at the end, uh, Daniel Bryan got out of the uh, Abigail, Sister Abigail thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's going to turn on him. I didn't like it because I was like, okay, they put him in that situation. Then he he gets out of it too quick, and I was like, so, like, you know why? Because they're setting up, or because they aborted the angle. That's not where they intended yeah. for him to turn. They were like, oh, remember like when this happened? I was like, I don't know, guys. You're cutting the nuts off your like fiery's hottest like babyface <laughs> act right now. And they were like, oh shit, he's losing some of his heat. And they were like, they saw all that shit that was all over the news with all the sports teams, like going, yes, 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 and all the shit. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Maybe we should give our like hottest act their fucking like act back. And they were like, <laughs> okay, so I don't know that. Did it? It came off like a million bucks because yeah. the the crowd didn't give a fuck about anything all yeah. night until that yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. And so it looked fucking awesome when they came in alive for that. But I don't know if you give you give the Fed enough credit to realize, hey. This was a wrong decision. We shouldn't have done this, and we course corrected back to where we should be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you give them credit for creating that moment. No, no, because they're basically just being like, "Oh yeah, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Let's get this kid his heat back because he's the hottest fucking thing that we have." Yeah, it was definitely a yeah, sight to part, behold. Everyone going nuts. I love that, but like I, I got confused when they did that, and I was like, I mean, that's cool that they're doing that, but I was like, because they, that's not where they were gonna blow it. Up. Look, they weren't even. He turned on him within a pay per view cycle. Like that's not yeah. where they wanted that to go. Yeah, they were gonna play that out. I agree with you. They shouldn't have even done that in the first place. You know, uh, the- I don't see how you not. I think you are fucking insane if you don't win, if he doesn't win the Royal Rumble and go to challenge for the title of media. I don't think you can not fucking do it at this point. Right. Yeah. I don't. You there, can't put him in a fucking another match. There's no. I would not. I don't. I don't even like the crowd wasn't cheering like Daniel Bryan overcome the Wyatt family. They were cheering defiantly of the booking situation. They mm-hmm. were saying fuck you for putting him in that position. Okay. They weren't saying yes. Daniel Bryan escaped the Wyatts. He turned on that fucking bastard. They were saying. We got you. this guy back. Right. You know. They were they were fu- they were fuck youing the booking decision. See what they could do is okay. Cena loses to Orton again or whatever coming up or well they have Brock Lesnar and Orton. Here's okay. I'm confused on that part. But look, I don't know that they're gonna run with this Lesnar thing. I think it was just a boastful thing. I think they're gonna back out of that. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. know that he's gonna challenge for the title at this pay per view. He look- may he may be, but it seems like. You can't have him lose to Cena again, yeah. and it's a waste to have him job to Orton. So yeah. he can't fucking. I think they're gonna like back away from that statement. That's just like him being boastful. I don't think you do that match at the pay per view. Maybe you do do Elimination Chamber because Brock can't lose to Cena again, and Brock for goddamn sure can't be a waste and lose to Orton. Yeah, and then when it comes to Batista, I think they're gonna do the Batista Del Rio thing for let them just 
do that, I guess. Well, I'll be fine if 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 <clears throat> if Brock beats the wins the title and then Cena like wins the Rumble and they fucking for some reason do my dream match at Mania that I've been like wet dreaming about and ah. keep talking about. That'd be fucking awesome, Daniel but Bryan I don't think that's the story. Lesnar. I think I think Orton retains, and I think like the story is Brian wins the Rumble and triumphs at Mania over Orton, the guy who was a part of being held down. You know what I mean? Here, there, there are several. With Daniel Bryan, there are several different routes that they could go. You know, okay, if Daniel Bryan does not win the Royal Rumble, this will be the biggest waste of time that WWE has ever put in. Um. So basically, Daniel Bryan has to be a lock for winning the Royal Rumble. I say they put him at fucking one. Yeah. And he fucking oh, wins. Oh, awesome. that would be nice. You can play off this Wyatt shit in the Rumble. You can have him like a segment of the Rumble where it clears out everybody but him and the Wyatt guys. Yeah. That's how you can blow this shit off. But he doesn't like he doesn't feud. You don't get. I don't even see. You don't give him a match with Wyatt at the paper. No. No. You just uh, fucking have him win the Rumble. Fuck everything. Or hell, I have him in the. What would it say for him to be in the first match of the Royal Rumble facing Bray Wyatt, get the victory, go in the Royal Rumble number one and win it that then? I know you don't have to, you wouldn't have to. You could have him be just number one and that in itself would speak legends, but for him to have already been in a match and then go on to be in an hour long Royal Rumble. I think that's overkill. Yeah. I think you want Brian in at number one and you have every fucking like "Quote unquote WWE guy, you you tease every one of those motherfuckers throwing Brian out, and Brian triumphs over. Oh yeah, you you give a segment of the Rumble where Brian ups the whole white white family clears the ring except for him and the Wyatts. You do that, you blow that off in the Rumble. Mm -hmm. You have you tease Batista, you tease you tease Cena, you tease. I guess you can't do Cena, but you tease every like quote unquote WWE guy who could have been or should have been or would have been a." used to be yeah. you tease all those guys tossing brian but he gets over on all of them i think that's what you fucking do yeah but as far as the championship goes there are like i said there are several different possibilities that would pay off immensely you could have daniel bryan versus john cena we know what the kind of match that they've had in the past we know what they're capable of doing you could have like you said uh, Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton, the guy who, you know, Randy Orton tries one more time to finally get that victory, but he just can't do it, proving that Daniel Bryan is better than him at WrestleMania, getting the crowd into the frenzy of yes. Hell, you could even have Randy Orton retain, go on, beat Brock Lesnar at Elimination Chamber, or no, have Lesnar beat Orton at Elimination Chamber, go on to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Lesnar versus Bryan, ultimate big man, little man match for, for the title at Mania. You don't have to sell me. I've been <laughs> Yeah. It's just there are so many possibilities. I don't think they're going to do that, though. No. I. They want to do Lesnar-Taker. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I see Lesnar-Taker. That's why I think they, they're going to back away from that. I'm the number one contender statement. I think yeah. they're going to be, like, slowly backing away from that. Maybe even do, hey, Elimination Chamber for the right to face Taker, Taker at Mania. I can see that. Because that's the, that's the only possibility that I could see them doing with the Elimination well, Chamber listen, match. Well, we, listen, knew, we knew all the supposed locks. We knew all the heavy... Um, Favors. The heavy favored, like, WrestleMania match. We knew all the stuff that was supposedly penciled in. We knew they wanted to do Taker Lesnar. We knew they were kicking around doing Cena, um, Wyatt. We knew, mm -hmm. um, we knew they, we know they wanted to do 
they apparently still want to do Punk Triple H. Uh, yeah. Oh, so we know they're teasing on Wyatt. Uh, that was a, that was an idea kicked around. There's also kicking like Hogan's back. They just haven't announced him yet. They may want to yeah. do something with Hogan and Cena. Another thing, did you guys see Hogan uh, Cena's? He had the yeah the, the underwear on, but um, <laughs> but I think I think all that just went up in the air. I think they just said, "Fuck, we gotta get this kid back on track. He's the hottest yeah. thing." I think they fucking have to do whatever they have to work around whatever matches they thought they had. To get him from the from the rumble to the main event, mm-hmm. so I mean now can, that I feel like I feel like so much is up in the air and we don't know. So from what we know now, mm-hmm. make a call. Give me three. Give me your three main events for Mania with the the puzzle pieces in the places we have them now. Brian and Orton mm-hmm. for the for the WWE Championship. Lesnar and Taker for the streak. Um. What was the other one that I had? I think they're going to do Punk and Trip, yeah. so I wouldn't count that. Because Triple H has to yeah. has to get himself there. Um, the thing is, I have no clue what they would do with Batista. I think you got an out with the the Rio running his mouth, <clears throat> maybe. But to last that long, from, that's what I'm from saying. Now they, until Mania, they wanted to do Batista Orton. Who'd you say? Uh, what they going? They to promised. Do for Cena? They, they were talking about doing the Wyatt thing. They were also talking about doing quick. him in uh, the Real Americans. Yeah, with Hogan, with Hogan. in his corner. <clears throat> oh, okay, that's what y'all were talking about. Um, he'd have to carry the load for Hogan. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but I think they even said they promised Batista the title match at Mania, and that's part of why I say I don't give a fuck who you piss they probably, off. They probably uh, offered him that when they still had two titles because I heard that. There was talk that the unification match was supposed to be at Mania, but they rushed it. By I don't a give a fuck who you piss off. I don't give a fuck who you have to like work around. I don't care what matches you thought were locked that you have to change. If you don't get Daniel Bryan in the fucking main event winning that title, you are fucking Hopefully lost they, your mind. They do that because look what they've done to him. They teased him with the title and then they they took him out yes. the whole thing and then they give him stuff with the Wyatts and then they are. Isn't that Any, fucking stupid? It's, anybody else, they would have killed his heat. Brian's fucking Teflon. He's fucking bulletproof. He survived their bullshit. He, he he's fucking he's bulletproof. They've been afraid to give him the ball. That's what it is. Is can you they, still, they're, they're, their their mindset is we got to have big guys. That's why they're bringing back Lesnar. That's why they're bringing back Batista. That's why they're bringing back these big guys. That's who they want. This stupid Daniel can hang champion. with them. They, he, they can do that stuff. He's he, more popular than Batista, too. And That doesn't matter for them. And he, he and that's can, what he can out-wrestle. I think he can out-wrestle Batista. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Any match you put Daniel in, he is great at. I don't care what you have to do. If he's not in the main event at WrestleMania, I think it's a big drop. I think you're dropping the ball huge. Yeah. I think this was a wake up call, and they knew they fucked up, and they had to change it. Yeah, it kind of uh, it kind of Hopefully. threw me off a little bit during the match. Whenever uh, they panned to Brian laying down, and I could see the the red boot, I was like, "Huh, he's got his." Well, he's been wearing the kick pads underneath it. I oh, figured okay. that was just because he uses a lot of kicks, like. His his I offense they would have is made strike him, like, Change it to like black wow. kick pads or something like that, and I was like, hmm, interesting. But you know, I didn't make anything of it. But the crowd went ballistic. I didn't see it coming. I didn't think it was gonna ha- happen because I was like, oh well, they fucked up. They went with the wrong angle. There's no way they're gonna pay it off right here. Like, yeah. Oh. And sure enough, they fucking knew they fucked up. 
Here's my question though: Is Kane his inside man because he had like he's the one who set up the cage? He held the well, key. Maddox. Maddox wasn't Maddox the one who set up the cage, and then he was like, "I'll do you one better. We'll put a padlock on it, and I'll be the only one with the key." So is Kane undercover for his hell known <laughs> brother? Yes. That'd yes! be fucking awesome. Doctor Shelby works wonders. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think they infiltrated the authority and the wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this may have been like. Kane's one favor to Daniel Bryan, you know, everyone gets one or something like that, you know, kind of just, you know, based on our history, I'm still, you know. I don't really think they're going to pay it off like that. I just thought no. it was just a cool, like, little, if you've if you've been following since then, it's like a cool, like, it's like, okay, they were yeah. in a team together. It's like, huh, Kane, you say. <laughs> but, uh, but now the question is, Raw, how do they address it? Will Daniel Bryan come out and say, you know, I had to find a way to infiltrate and destroy within, and the cage was just my opportunity. Like I would, I would have had to have wait longer for the for the chance to present itself. Or you know. well, I was gonna sit down, lay down, and take it, but now I'm not gonna take it. I, I think you play it off like he was smart enough to like infiltrate from the inside. I think you say I've been chasing the title and I'm dealing with the authority, and I couldn't continue to to deal with those guys when I got the Wyatts also. Like attacking me, he's like, mm-hmm. I had to do something to get those guys off my back so that I could focus on the authority. Yeah, and he did release a, a you know, a, a tweet earlier in the day. Um, let's see if I can pull it up real quick, where he said, uh, you know, I sit humbled and in awe of people's reaction to last night. I can't bring down the machine on my own, but we can do it together. Yes, movement. So you know, maybe that's what it is. That's what it was. He was like, I'd rather have these people with me than. To be with these people and being the Wyatts, so who knows? But uh, I think he comes out better if he planned it because I feel like if he yes, had, I think he, I think it weakens. Not that it's gonna fuck with him because he it's the proof is in the pudding. He's fucking bulletproof, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think it lessens him a little bit to be like I gave into a moment of weakness and then I saw the error of my ways. I feel like he's got to be like I planned that all along. Yeah, um, it gave me chills. Listening to that crowd, and I've watched it five or six times since last night, and whenever he stands in that corner and he does the slow yes, 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 yeah, you know, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, my arms get chills. It's ridiculous. It was like he was, like, in the orchestra's, like, orchestrator's pit. He was, like, yeah, he yeah. was, like, orchestrating the crowd, like, mm-hmm. with his little wand. He was, like, all right, motherfuckers, time to get up. And yeah. they're, like, yes, sir, here we go. And I'm I'm glad that you know he was doing his kicks. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. And then he, he fucking hit, hit it for God's sake. He finally fucking hit it. And uh, you know I'm I'm glad the crowd got into that so much. It was, you know, that was a statement from the crowd. You know, this is the guy that we want. This is who our our money goes to. And it was just really cool to see. Um, but apparently. Going into the uh, going into some some of the hot topics, apparently uh, during that match last night, Daniel Bryan suffered a concussion. Um, so hopefully it's nothing too severe and that he can recover very very quickly from, especially in time for the for the Rumble. Um, Concussion's always fucking serious. Yeah. So maybe with with a bit and of what luck, spot was it the double back body drop? Uh, I mean the double uh, inverted suplex. I I'm not sure, but that's just. That's the reports are that he he didn't have too many memories of that match oh, when shit. he went backstage. So apparently, you know, 
hopefully, I know he was getting checked out, but we don't know like the severity of it. That's the only thing that that's the only thing that could stop him now is injury. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so like, you know, he's not wrestling on SmackDown this week. Uh it's already been noted, but uh spoilers are probably even in at this point. Yeah, more than likely. Um but I would say if anything for Raw, just cut a promo and that'd be it. Like take the week would, off. Yeah, I was so yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't work him either. I was so like mad. I didn't see that coming at all because like when they started the match, first of all they didn't explain the rules like from the start. They didn't say they couldn't take pinfalls. They didn't say it was escape only and that both people had to escape from start. Yeah, they never said that. And the first thing that happened was the Usos went for the quick escape and I threw a fucking fit. I was like, God damn it, the baby faces don't go for the quick escape. <laughs> they want they they got jumped by the whole Wyatt family. They want this fucking match. They want yeah. to be in the cage with them. Don't fucking castrate those motherfuckers. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, it all makes sense now. <laughs> I, was like, I totally got worked. I was like, what? But, uh, yeah, it was all good then. Yeah, all good in the hood. So, uh, But, yeah, more hot topics for you guys. Uh, Paul Heyman announced that a DVD for himself is set to be released in August. I would buy it. Yeah, it's definitely going to be worth checking out. Um, pretty cool stuff. Um, as soon as we stopped recording last week's episode, there was some breaking news regarding Mae Young. Uh, she had been in the hospital over the holidays, uh, had been put on life support. She had been taken off life support, and there were several reports coming out uh, reporting of her death, but that actually came out to be untrue. She's still alive. Um, she is still alive. She's off life support, but she's still not doing too well, but she is, she is still alive and kicking, so we certainly hope you know, a, a recovery for Mae Young, um, you know, and it was one of those things where in the uh, WNS uh, group chat or whatever it is, uh, they were all saying, let's not be first to report this. Let's triple check the facts and make sure that this is what's going on. So we were one of, you know, WNS was one of the last uh, groups to uh, to make that announcement. So I just want to put that out there. So... You know, it's 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 bad whenever the information is is incorrect. Um, She's a tough old broad, though. Yes. So hopefully, uh, Mae Young can can recover from that because uh, she's you know definitely a legend. Good thoughts and positive vibes. Definitely. Yep. Um, we, going into some uh, some TNA news, Impact news. Uh, there are reports coming out that Dixie Carter apparently is not as approachable backstage as she once was. So that's not. That's not good news. Also, one of their uh, the house shows is being turned into a uh, a taping, so hopefully they have plenty of uh, people in attendance for that. Otherwise, they'll have to use that same video clip of the. Or same everybody get on one side. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, other impact news. Apparently, it's being rumored that Jay Bradley and Wes Briscoe have been released from TNA. Their profile has been taken off the website. So I don't know. It's tough. Tough to be in. Uh, TNA right now, so uh, hopefully they can fix whatever needs to be fixed and provide some... A bandit ship. Uh, pretty much. But uh, time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions are answered. First question coming to us from Thomas Jarabelozon. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I'm a Daniel. Drop it loose, son. Drop it, drop it loose. Son. Saying a similar <clears throat> question Sorry, this my, week, my lads. Sorry, my fucked up. Uh, it's, it's fine. We've been talking quite a bit. 
Uh, a simpler question this week, lads. I'm thinking about getting a new commemorative belt. I already own the World Heavyweight and the uh, or the 2005 to 2013 Spinner Belt and the 2008-2010 ECW Heavyweight title. Now I'm stuck between the United States Intercontinental and current WWE title. Which would you say is the best looking belt of the three? Uh, for my money, for, ugh, for my money, Intercontinental is the classiest looking belt out of yep. those three. I'm same. Totally agree as that as well. Just good. I, I enjoy it. Or if you want a custom title, a custom hobby title, what you should do is hit up our friend Eric from Asteroid Belt Company. Very nice segue. Yeah. yeah. It's improving. I like that. Good <laughs> stuff. Uh, also, uh, if if any of y'all listened to, uh, to last week's show and heard the Q&A from Thomas, Regarding the meat, he did provide an answer. I'm gonna read it right now. I'm gonna oh, pull okay. Uh-oh, I was gonna go. say y'all can oh, we go have there to because it's like it's it's a lot to read. So I'm, I'm glad fast. you're reading it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. okay. So the story behind my one meat question. It all starts during the American Civil War. How listen knows about fucking American Civil Wars? I don't know. I don't know shit about the American Civil War. Uh, people in other countries <clears throat> know more about our country than we know about I don't know, our listen, country. Listen, what the fuck. Lawson knows a lot of shit about a lot of shit. He knows about snakes. He knows about wars. <clears throat> One smart guy there. Anyway, yeah. uh, it all starts during the American Civil War as Kentuckian Abraham Lincoln, representing the Union, took on fellow Kentuckian Jefferson Davis, representing the Confederacy. As you can imagine, the state of Kentucky was split in support with half of the nation following Jefferson, the other half Lincoln. Uh, anyway, both... Continued. Sorry. Uh, anyway, both men realized that acquiring the state of Kentucky was key. If a man could not be a leader in his own state, how would others view him? So during the Civil War, both men made pledges to Kentucky that they would give the people what they want most. And with one loud cry, the people wanted meat. <clears throat> That's fucking weird, right? Uh, we want meat. I want your source on this. <laughs> yeah, how do you know? They wanted meat all right. Yeah. Wiki. Hey, but um, uh, so it was up to both men to call for meat to be shipped from all over the nation uh, to win the heart of their home state. Now we all know that Lincoln won the war, but the story of meat didn't end there. <laughs> you see, <laughs> after seeing how popular meat is, <laughs> I feel so fucking weird saying this stuff, this shit about meat, meat, um, meat. and how much yeah. a factor it can be in influencing Gross. people. A secret meeting was held. This time. Uh, bringing together some of the most powerful world leaders in 1867. Now, what is none of this secret meeting is that after this meeting, a lot of places that didn't have a certain meat, uh, example, deer meat. Um, what is that, Bill? Is that deer? It's deer. Uh, fuck you, man. No, <laughs> no shit about shit. Uh, we're all of a sudden getting shipments of what deer they were meat. missing from other nations. It, uh, it has been concluded that the nations of the world made a decree that there should be an average level of meat in the nations Never heard so that no nation could win others over with their meat con- content. And for over 100 years, the system worked, <laughs> apparently. Uh, uh, through hardships like two world wars, uh, the meat treaty, as it has been come to be known, stuck through. Um, that was until 1989. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. It's uh, a lot to read. 1989 was the year that he wrote a fucking book about this. Uh, and it's and 1989 was the year that Berlin, the Berlin Wall fell, uniting East and West Germany and bringing a sense of peace to Europe. But some were not happy about the end of the divide. As always, there are people who just refuse to have the change. In January 1990, six men from all over Europe and North America 
hatched a plan. This is fucking weird, guys. Like, listen to this shit. Uh, <laughs> not that all of it isn't weird. But <laughs> um, meat treaty. They were going to release a toxin that would poison all meat in the world, except a hidden stash that they'd kept for themselves. And um, with this plan, they would have only source of meat in the world. And as we saw during the American Civil War, meat is more important than we ever thought. <laughs> I hope... You think I'll blow some like kayfabe in this because we have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> he just made all this up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, <laughs> the plane failed when an anonymous tip led a SWAT team to their hideout in which they discovered thousands of gallons of toxin as well as uh, 7,000 pounds of several meats, including beef, pork, chicken, turkey, lamb, duck, and more. How long were and they expecting the, this meat to last? And this, I know, right? Oh, refrigerators back then. <laughs> and this is why I asked the question. To see what your thoughts were uh, <laughs> on the hypothetical, hypothetical scenario we may one day dread to find ourselves in, that one day the meat of the world will be dis- diminished and we need to take a long, good look at ourselves to decide which bit of protein really matters. He says, for, apparently this, shit's, this is a shoot because uh, for more information, visit meat dash treaty <laughs> uh, and he goes oh or as it's better known my comment on tackling real day problems was a self jib because I could have asked about anything yet I went with a hypothetical scenario about me <clears throat> okay that's done all the people who just listened to that y'all just got learned uh, look I mean if he's gonna take the time to write that out I don't see how we couldn't read it so yeah, that's yeah. a lot of shit um, I don't know he could it could be a work maybe he made that website up I don't know <laughs> That would be you an elaborate hoax. <laughs> I like the idea of like a secret. I made like, my own website. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of like a secret meat society. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Illuma Meaty Israel. <laughs> Leave in the meat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Show me the meat. So, uh, so thank you very much, Thomas, for the question. We certainly do appreciate it. And thank you for the very elaborate explanation. Who's that one guy who's like, can you guys make sure you always do two hour shows? That's for <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> There you go. You got to make sure we reach that goal of an hour and a half to two hours. So, uh, next question coming to us from Kyle saying, "Have you thought about going on Tune In Radio?" Oh, hey guys. Hey. I don't want to end on a on a downer. So, uh, breaking news: uh, Stephanie McMahon confirms May's death. Oh. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's tough. Yeah. Well. Uh, positive thoughts and good vibes to her family and friends. Yeah. She was a tough old lady. I'm sure she had a good life. Uh, she will be missed. Very, very much. Sorry, I don't want to end on a downer, so I thought I'd break in before the last thing. Yeah, I, and that's tough because, you know, it, it is one of those things that, you know, it can happen at any time, and, you know, I, I know a lot of the wrestling community was concerned, so I'm I'm glad that we have the news. It's, you know, it's sad news, but, you know, it's not it's not going to be one of those things where we hit stop recording and then we check our Facebook and we're like, ah. Oh, yeah. It just happened, you know. So uh, this is something that's breaking as as the show is happening. As we are recording it. So uh, so yeah, you know, thoughts and prayers going out to the the family and friends of May Young. Very sad news. Um, but we do have some questions we got to get into. Uh, for, coming to us from uh, from Kyle saying, "Have you thought about going on TuneIn Radio? I guess it's similar to Stitcher and uh, iTunes and such like Never that." Never heard of it. Uh, I have not. Um, but, I mean, maybe it's something that we can look into. You never know. 
Uh, but thank you for the question. Final question coming to us tonight from YouTube from 8LukeS. I uh, heard from him earlier today in the uh, in the feedback saying, you've probably talked about it before, but could you quickly go over your number one favorite wrestler in the WWE today? Uh, I've been a very big Daniel Bryan fan for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I'm either Daniel Bryan or Antonio Cesaro. So. Yeah. I'm, you know, I have to go Daniel Bryan. It's... You know, for me, there, there isn't really a, you know, a close second. So Daniel Bryan for me all the way. So, very cool stuff. Uh, but thank you for the questions. Make sure I'll throw I'll throw a few out just because we all said the same thing. Just okay. Again, also like Tyler said, I like Cesaro a lot. I like yeah. Goldust a lot. Uh, I like when Regal shows up on tape from the NXT shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a yeah. fan of CM Punk. Yeah, it's, Punk uh, Punk's a little more hit or miss for me, but uh, I I start, I I would definitely say that I like him. Okay. How about you, uh, Tyler? Um, trying to think of someone else. Great Khali. Really? Right. I like him. Okay. What? That's that's your choice. He's right? gonna say that like thing where he saw Khali looking cool or whatever. Joe he cool. was looking cool that day. Joe cool. Was, Joe cool. He was leaning <laughs> on the barrier, had his legs crossed, and his arms crossed. Bullshit. His legs don't cross. <laughs> <laughs> Would he be a he perfect? He was leaning against that man's <laughs> legs are fucking stilts. Would he be a perfect tag team partner for Johnamite? <laughs> John Dynamite. Wow. <laughs> we got the cool Johnamite. Boom. Hmm? Wait, what's the catchphrase? Boom. Kapow. 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 Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS Video. Also, our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Yo, you know we're on the Twitter at WNS Podcast and for the main site, WN Source. Um, you can follow this jerk right here at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow that asshole over there okay. at, at Tyler underscore A Bear. I'd uh, much rather be a jerk than an asshole. Uh, also follow. Just don't jerk uh, my asshole. Just don't jerk the <laughs> asshole. Yes. You want him to jerk it in your asshole? Jerk it in the asshole. Uh, and we're also on Stitcher. Speaking of, what was up with that picture you posted with Noah grabbing the crotch of the statue? Man, that's disturbing. No, I was on the phone with him. I was like, "Hey, no, I'm gonna post a random picture." Uh, remember that time we were at Universal? And he was like. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna post a cool picture on there. It's like, yeah, I was like, I don't think there's any bad pictures on there. It's like, nah, let me post a picture of you. So Noah's like grabbing a, a statue, his statue in the general region. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And he saw it and he got pissed and took it down. Yeah. <laughs> Follow those jerks. I don't know. Uh, I might come back one day soon. Hope so. And you're, and we're also on. Tyler never tweets though. He doesn't. I tweeted two weeks ago. You stole my fucking things, what you did, Molly whopped. <laughs> so uh, you can also check us out on Stitcher. Subscribe to us on there. Searching Wrestling News Source Podcast and Player FM. Player dot FM. Uh, subscribe to us on there, and we would certainly do. Guys, give us some it. reviews, please. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. Rate and review and subscribe. We would certainly appreciate it. Most appreciative. Um, like we talked about earlier, uh, a little bit the belts. Yes. Uh, check out our friend Eric from Asteroid Belt Company. Mm-hmm. AsteroidBeltCompany.com. There you go. Uh, what's the Facebook? Is it Facebook? Asteroid. Facebook.com slash Asteroid Yeah, we Belt posted Company. something earlier on the, the regular WNS pod, uh, WNS site. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check that out. And, yeah. uh, like Sweet site. belts. Yeah. 
And also our buddy John David Guerra from Nightmare Pro Wrestling. Go and support him as well. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Certainly appreciate it. Congratulations also to Booker T's Reality Wrestling getting their own TV deal on the Cube in Houston. Yes. So very exciting times for those guys. I heard they put on one heck of a show. Also got to see Rob Van Dam out there. <laughs> so really cool stuff. So hopefully we can go out there at the next Apparently the next uh, recent history past guest Gustavo has quit the biz. Yes. Forced to uh, forced to retire from the matchup uh, he had from the Pride. Or with the Pride in their steel cage match, which I heard was very good. We'll have to check that out when it comes on YouTube. But uh, for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week.